Today in the garden... I go to June 21st and go, oh wow, it's the longest day, it's like the summer solstice. And he says, no, it's the beginning of the end. <laughs> like, we're, like we're suddenly in November or December or February. I'm like, no, no, it'll come back, don't worry. Don't worry, love, it'll come back. And it does. Okay. So we're just going to move those out of the way. Little geraniums, beautiful pink geraniums, still giving it some. But not everything's giving it some. And it, we, we've reached that, that time of the year when beauty begins to fade. <laughs> and we're at the Mediterranean Garden, which is, uh, you might have seen it on Instagram actually, it's a white built-up bed. Don't tell anyone, but it's a load of breeze blocks slathered in plaster and rendering and then painted over so it looks very Mediterranean. And in it, we've got a huge, tall palm, which is growing and growing and growing and looking wonderful. And around it, some grasses. Now, the grasses, when they start off in the summer, are nothing. They're nothing. And now, I'd say they're a good metre tall. And they've been such beautiful colours. They started off green, and then they were kind of vibrant yellow and really good for movement and a you know, real sort of delicate uh, movement in, this, in the, I don't know, they just fill visually a big empty space, which would be quite ugly otherwise. But, oh, mosquito. Ugh. But um, they do tend to reach the end of their life, and I find it's very successful to cut them right back. And what I don't want to do, as much as I like grasses, is have these grasses going a bit bananas all over the place. So they're getting to that point where they're very dry. And any moment now, look, you see if I just if I just rub them a little bit, then the grasses just fall off. And I don't want them doing that. So I'm going to cut them back. I'm going to probably put them in the green bin for removal rather than my own compost. I think that'd be wise. Although I'm always keen to fill the compost with my stuff. I'm not going to do that in this case on this occasion. But it's massive, it's really huge. I need to get my arms right around, bundle them together, and then chop them. So it's going to be quite awkward actually because I've got a microphone in one hand. <laughs> so I'm going to use just some basic secateurs to give them all chop. But I don't want to make too much mess because obviously that'll defeat the object and put all the seed everywhere. So I'm going to gather them low down over a bucket. I'm going to put the heads into the bucket. <laughs> put your head in the bucket, love. You know, when you're feeling a bit sick. And then I'm going to <clears throat> behead them, basically. It's quite good fun, really. Oh, yes. So actually, when you chop them down, there aren't that many of them. It's just that they... They are really glorious. Do the same. Bit of beheading. And once the dangerous, once the danger of the seed heads has gone in the bucket, then I can tidy up a little bit more behind them. It may seem like an elaborate process. I'm sure there's a better way. Um, I don't know what it is yet. Do I? No. Do you know what, this bed has been lovely, but 
it has been besieged by snails. Luckily, the grasses are oh, not like absolutely don't care. Oh, and do you know what I've got as well? New, new to the shed in the tools array is a stiff brush. I have, I know you may mark and think that is not an exciting thing, but I tell you what, you can't get a good stiff brush these days from the big stores, you know, the, the ones that we usually go to for the big uh, garden centre items. So I found this stiff brush in a small DIY, it's what I call a dad shop, <laughs> dad's DIY shop. That's a proper brush, like a proper brush. And I already had a handle, so I felt quite professional when just buying the brush head. Right, so let's just scoop. Now what's happened is the rest of the grasses are growing back into the bed. They're nestling with the um, palm. So I'm going to put my knee on top of that little clump. Oh, butterflies come out. Sorry, butterfly. I'm going to behead them again. And I'm just a bit worried, actually, now. I have probably disrupted not only the butterfly's bed, but Casper, the cat's bed as well, because he likes settling in here for a bit of an afternoon nap. Uh, he's got it all sussed. It's a bit, of, bit of lunch, bit of a lunch, and then mm, time to retire, I think, and get away from the dog, who's a pain, really, for Casper. And then I'm just going to, so now I've just oh, taken all the seed heads off of this particular bush. And it is fantastic. My husband's funny. He looks at stuff in the winter and goes, mm, it's all dead, isn't it? It's all dead. That's dead. I'm like, no, no, it'll come back. Don't worry. Don't worry, love. It'll come back. And it does. And since he's known me and my gardening ways, I think he's slowly coming around to the idea that there is life after things look like they're a bit dead bless him bless him and his negative thinking <laughs> like we get to june 21st which is traditionally well traditionally is uh, traditionally scientifically it's the longest day of the year which means on the june the 22nd the days technically become shorter so the earth does something and the sun does something different Anyway, I go to June 21st and go, oh, wow, it's the longest day. It's like the summer solstice. It's like a really amazing moment. And he says, no, oh, it's the beginning of the end. <laughs> like, we're, like we're suddenly in November or December or February. February. <laughs> no, we're not. We're far from it. We've got ages to go. Stuff's going to look dead for a bit and then it'll come back again. It will be all right. So now I've taken off the seed heads, I'm just gonna, it's very dry and very straw-like. I noticed as well when I'm out walking the dog, a lot of the uh, farmers have um, harvested their crops. A lot of the corn fields are all raised to the ground and whatever makes hay bales has been happening as well. I wanna say straw, but you can't have a straw field, can you? That would be wrong. And, uh, yeah, I'm going to grab all that round. Hello, Joey. Hi. What are you doing? Just looking. You've got a stone. Oh, he's always eating 
rocks. It's like must be like chewing gum for the dog. Oh, snails. Maybe they love this grass and hiding in it. Okay, so one down, one to go. It's going to look a bit bald, I think, as well, this bed. Oh, my mum's not a fan of a grass, I have to say. She's always saying how they should be destroyed. <laughs> and like how you can put some pretty flowers in here instead. Uh, and how they spread and how you... Oh, everything's very challenging when you're Delia. Isn't it, Delia? Yes. But I really like it, so there we go. My garden. Do what I like. <laughs> got to suck it up sometimes haven't you with other people's opinions of things so as much as it is lovely to grow and grow things and start things off from seed or buy plugs and plant them in and watch them through the season develop and grow and produce it's also <laughs> I like this a bit too much really good to cut back and be a bit of a destroyer and tidy up and get back to a clean slate which is what I feel like I do when I cut back. Just get, get back to the beginning again. And it's tidy. That's what I like about it. So I've got my bucket of grass. I'm going to pop it in the green bin that the council will take away. And um, heat up, I'm sure, in a whole load of civic compost. I don't know what happens to stuff in the green bin. Maybe this put it on landfill. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I should follow the van one day and see what happens exactly. Like a detective. Or an investigative journalist, you know, like, let's face it, that's what I used to do. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm pleased with that. I'm going to crack on with the others, the other grasses, and um, look forward to them bouncing back, springing back to life next year. <laughs>